that's gonna be a fuck show shit show shit show <laughs> we're doing the zodiac killer hey y'all know who i am <laughs> i'm still eli this is conspiracy crashers and it's gonna be a little different from here on out i'll be here every week but we're gonna have some guests come up um so the show's gonna keep going there's just gonna be some changes this episode might be a mess um we had actually recorded it but i kind of deleted it so mm-hmm. now we're re-recording it but if you really want a mess when i deleted it i also lost all my notes so i'm gonna wing it so this is Eli. This is Becca. This is Austin. And this is Conspiracy Crashers. Thank God I don't have to do that. Who's doing an ad for me because I don't want to do it. I'll do an ad. <laughs> so in the last episode, we talked about um, the victims, what happened, and how that there, how that, wow, how there is no confirmed murderer. However, we have five suspects and I want to talk about the five suspects and see what my friends think because some of them are a little bonkers. And do y'all want me to start with like the really weird ones? Or do you I want think, me to just like... I think no, let's start with the weird let's ones. Let's start with the weird Should ones. I just like... Um, okay. So I'm going to first say like the Zodiac Killer was totally in. Yeah, like he wanted people to figure out who he was. Yeah. Or like, at least try to because he liked the he challenge. he really didn't think he was going to get caught. And as we've seen so far, he hasn't been caught. And so... There's a lot of that that kind of has gone on. He's, in some of his letters, he's literally just written, like, I bet you want to know my name. Um, the particular one I want to think of is, that I think of is he wrote this huge thing and it ended with, you ache to know my name. And mm. then there was a big cipher. And in the cipher, he had written, this has my name in it, if you can crack it. It has never been cracked. Creepy. So, like, we're starting off with that, which is, a, it's dark. It's weird. And so, like, I think, for me, the, like, strangest cases are the number of daddy did it, is what I'm calling it, where some kid, it's like, I wrote a book because my dad was the Zodiac Killer, and here's why. There's a ton that are like that. Um, the first one, um, there was a book called um, The Most Dangerous Animal of All, which is a direct quote from one of the letters that um, the killer had written. And in that book, Gary Stewart said that his father, Ur- Earl Van Best Jr., what a mouthful. Earl Van Best Jr. Say that five times fast. Earl Van Best Jr. 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 No thanks. Now do it with a British accent. Earl Van Best Jr. Earl Van Best Jr. Earl Van Best Jr. Earl Van Jest Jr. There we go. Never mind. Earl Van Best Jr. I don't even know what accent that was. I'm trained in this. Yay. So in this thing, he was like, yeah, my dad did it. And then he like linked stuff in the book to like Zodiac Killer Cyphers.com, which like, I'm sorry, like there's, there's a lot of great information on these websites. I've looked on all of them. I've read the articles, but that's not anything definitive. You know, they're like, the police don't know. We don't know. So somehow he looked at those sites and was like, oh, it's my dad. Like, and then, how would they know? Right. And there's a lot of, um, he had um, really relied on the like letters and was pulling from the letters. And a lot of it was like, to me, it was like assumption because he was like, the handwriting was a match. Therefore, it's them. I mean, um, a lot of people could have the same handwriting. Yeah. So many different people could have similar handwriting that doesn't prove anything. Also, if he was this like, and I mean, he, he might have wanted to get caught, but if he was this mastermind, he probably probably would have changed his handwriting. They also said that um, they were able to look at like one of the fingerprints on the pictures and they found that um, his father's fingerprint matched the fingerprint found at the scene of, of a Zodiac murder. So what are your thoughts on that? Because like DNA, I feel like is pretty- Well, that makes conclusive. it- Conclusive. 
That makes it seem like it definitely was, but then but something what if it must was have planted. Who would have planted it? The Zodiac Killer planted this. That's someone day? else's DNA to throw the cops and everybody else so, off the trail, like so they won't find out who the Zodiac Killer. So actually that means is. that this dad of this guy must have had a relationship to the Zodiac Killer. That if that be. would have happened. So are y'all saying that like the fingerprint is pretty like? I think that's still evidence? questionable because fingerprints can still be planted at crime scenes. So do you want me to like almost instantly crush that? Sure, let's go. <laughs> the fingerprint that was found had a line across it um, from the picture when it, they developed it. There was a line across it. And he had a scar on his hand. That's all they were able to go off of. What do you mean? When it printed, there was an error in the oh. copy of it that created a like dark line. So that basically yeah. means it's there- useless? Yeah, but also no one knows if the fingerprint actually belonged to the killer or not. Because like you said, they can plant things. Also, a lot of the crime scenes were kind of butchered. Like... Like tampered with? Yeah, and not like intentionally necessary, necessarily, but like police didn't get there quick enough to rope things off. Um, there were a couple of incidents. Um, I think I talked about last episode, but I don't listen to them, where I talked about how um, the Zodiac, Zodiac Killer wrote in a letter, like, you could have caught me, but you were looking for the wrong person. Ooh. And that happened um, on, it was the one where he shot the taxi driver. They somehow ended up looking for a black man when the Zodiac Killer in all of the descriptions is white. So how they just looking for a black man? Yeah, I don't know. Um, racism. Racial profiling. Yeah, and um, the Zodiac Killer apparently walked right past them, and like the police later were like, "Yeah, no, he matched the description perfectly, but he wasn't who we were told to look for." <gasps> oh, that's and then, so frustrating. Before that got released in the papers, the Zodiac Killer sent the le- a letter to the police department that was like, "You could have had me, but you walk- let me walk mm. past you." But um, the best link they have to Earl Van Best is that fingerprint that there can't actually be a conclusive match drawn to with it. So he uses that um, really distinctly in his book as like, this is the match. But in reality, his handwriting doesn't match the writing, the letters very well. And the fingerprint's not a match, um, not a confirmed match. However, he was the closest resemblance of the sketches of the Zodiac Killer. And he was um, in California during the time of the Zodiac crimes. Um, And then his favorite operas were the Gilbert and Sullivan operas that the Zodiac Killer quoted in his letters. Weird. They could have also been friends. (laughs) But also California, in California. California is a a very big state. So was he in the same area? Like, just was he in the state? Because if somebody's in LA and the other person is in, like, very northern California... Mm-hmm. So, be far in away. another one of um, the letters, he, or not the letters, but um, Stewart's book and how he tried to defend it when people pretty quickly came after him and were like, yeah, that's not true. Um, he talked about how his dad had a lot of interest in ciphers, which, as we know, a lot of the mm-hmm. letters were written in ciphers and code and only one was ever crap. Um, he also allegedly knew a Satanist, mm. but like, as we know now, Satanists doesn't necessarily mean someone who worships Satan. No, it, it means like, somebody who doesn't like the Christian religion, right? Right. I mean, pretty much, yeah. It's like they're just like most of most people who are Satanists, and I can't speak for everyone. Pretty much, are just like be nice to people, don't fuck around. I don't really believe in a god, but well, and like, what I've heard nice. is like why it's called um, like being a Satanist is like more of anything just a rebellion against right. the Christian, Christian religion mm-hmm. and the hypocrisy that the Bible does mm. teach. Yeah, and um, I think it was kind of a like fuck you 
to the Christian religion hmm. and how um, basically. I mean, I don't want to say like organized religion is a cult, but like it's kind. Of, <laughs> I mean, it's a cult. Kind of a cult. I cult. think organized religion is very culty. And so I think it's um, the that um, people get mad when people break out of the cult, quote unquote, mm-hmm. or try and defy it. And so that's why there's now this idea that Satanism, Satanists are horrible people. Allegedly, he knew a Satanist and was in a band with a murderer. Which murderer? It just said a murderer. Well, that's a little sketchy. It's vague. This is why I wouldn't be a good detective, though, because you told me all this, and I'm like, that's it. He's the person. And, and then I turn around, and, and I'm then like, and then this didn't match. He also, because, you know, the alleged Satanist and murderer, you know, that's so conclusive. And this guy's convinced that, like, his dad is the Zodiac Killer Ghost. Well, I mean, he was immoral. He could have committed crimes. And that's my favorite part of evidence. That's not evidence. He, has yeah. no, he's, he doesn't have a ton of morals. I'm like, I'm a, I have morals, and I've still done shit I shouldn't do. Like, Yeah, like, yeah, downloading illegal music anything. is, like, a crime, but also murdering someone is a crime. Is that the best thing you can come up with stealing music is your crime Becca. well no i was trying to do like the opposite ends of the spectrum like stealing music is technically a crime that everybody does but also murder is a crime that hopefully not everybody does okay so. okay so there's also the argument and i don't know how much austin you know about this but um the golden state killer you know anything about that not really do you i've heard of it because of you okay but i, ha- I haven't researched well wow, you make me sound like i spend all of my time researching murderers well <laughs> that's not incriminating i mean <laughs> Um, it's Eli. We figured it out. crashers, so it's kind of part of your job. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, so basically, Golden State Killer, and I'm going to talk about this later. But starting from 1974 to 1986, Golden State Killer, um, Joseph D'Angelo, was a serial killer, uh, serial rape, rapist, and a burglar who created, committed at least 13 murders, 50 rapes, and over 100 burglaries in California. And um, he's also now known as the first Night Stalker. Um, there's also conversations that um, he might have killed a lot more than 13 people. I've heard numbers from 13 up to 82. Oh my God. And people were saying for a while because... Um... <laughs> Zodiac Killer was um, the 60s, um, 69 to 72, I believe, that it could be the same person. What, like, what do you think on that? Because, like, they were in the same area, vaguely. Golden State was San Francisco, and Zodiac was California, and it happened three years before. Do you know where in California? Um, I do know. I did know at some point. But I don't think it was the same person, because was, one of them um, didn't leave clues, and the other one did. But also, if this one was before it, maybe after he started getting really like, ooh, I'm crafty, I can... It was um, in Valley Ho, California. Hmm. Yeah. Like, I feel like they're both in Northern California, I think, but I think, I don't know. I'm not an expert. Sorry, 68 was when Zodiac Killer started. I needed to correct that because I was not right. They're actually very close. Mm -hmm. Um, San Francisco's right there, and Valley Ho is right there. Okay, so they're probably within, like, an hour or two away from each other. So it's close enough. That, like, that argument could be valid. Mm-hmm. However, um, as soon as Golden, Golden State Killer was caught, he has been caught. It was pretty recently, actually, that he was caught, which is kind of scary, if you ask me. Because that was over 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. And he was only caught within the last five years. This guy? Um, this, no, the Golden State Killer. The Golden State Killer. So For all we know, the Zodiac Killer could still be on the loose. So you're saying that they're my, the Golden State Killer and the... Um, Zodiac killer. Zodiac killer could be the same person, but probably People not. People like to argue that, but um, DNA comes into play again. 
Yeah, I don't think that they are. Has there been any DNA? There was DNA found on the stamps that the Zodiac Killer used to mail the letters, and it is not a match to the Golden State Killer. I don't believe it's the same person. Okay, so do you think those theories come from, like, we had these two serial killers around the same time that both weren't undetected and with no sign of them for so long that, like, people are just desperate to yeah. tie up they, loose ends. It would, like, give them more peace of mind. It's like, oh, but if they were the same person and the um, Golden State Killer's already been caught, then I don't have to worry about the Zodiac Killer. And they, because people so desperately don't want, like, yeah. a murderer People want to them the to loose. be the same person because they want to just lump them together like that, but I don't believe they're the same person. But, like, okay, so he would be, ooh, Seven in his seventies now. The Zodiac Killer would be in his seventies. Yeah. Hmm. And so, like, I guess he would be about. He was around thirty, is what they believe, when the crimes were committed. Um, so he could be anywhere from like mid to late seventies or eighties. Hmm. Um. So I mean, you have that that you're looking at. That like, I get wanting to tie up loose ends. Who doesn't want to? Right. But is a seventy-year-old man? really that big of a danger. Mm, I think he could be. Potentially. Donald Trump. <laughs> Just saying. Is he 70? I think he's 73. Jesus Christ. Something like that. I think, because I remember I saw a tweet saying that like Biden was 77 and Trump is 73 and somebody else was like 80. This is the Supreme oh, Court. Oh man. Yeah. Lots of oldies. He's Sorry. 74. 74. So yeah. So y'all are both saying no to Earl Van Best, though, yes? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And we're saying no, that is not the Golden State Killer? Right. Right. Okay. Now, here's one that I think could be true, Ted Cruz. <laughs> no, I mean, in reality... Everybody jokes about that. Ted Cruz is absolutely not the Zodiac Killer. Like, I hate to break it to y'all. Um, I mean, he's still a piece of shit. But he would have been two when those killings started. And, I mean, I think I've said this. If a two-year-old committed five murders, I'd be impressed. Oh, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it was him. Like, honestly, if um, if it was a two-year-old, I would really, like, applaud him for his skills to Yeah, I'd be like, lock these, that boy in jail, but, like, go him. To create these ciphers that no one can figure out as a two-year-old and kill five people undetected. And he can read and write, too. Like, good job. He's citing, <laughs> what is he citing? Uh, what, what, like operas he's citing operas as a two-year-old that's impressive i wouldn't even be able to cite operas and i'm a 22 year old theater major (laughs) i mean okay the first cipher in your defense was solved by a like fourth grade teacher like really yeah well i want to see these ciphers yeah i'll pull them up later for you and i'm gonna post them on the site and everything and i also and i'm gonna play it on the podcast i want to play the letter for you okay because they have the audio of it it's really creepy so we've talked about the first two the next one is another daddy did it. Yay. All right. So <laughs> now we have um, Steve Hoddle, who came forward uh, to say his dead father, George Hoddle, was responsible for not only the Black Dahlia murders, which is another unsolved murder that I would like to talk about one day, um, but also not only that, but also the Zodiac murders, which... Feels excessive that we're going to claim not one, but two. Just saying. But the big fact that is thrown out the window is everything says that the Zodiac Killer would have been in his 30s-ish, around 28 to 34. Uh-huh. When the first murder took place, Hoddle was, drumroll, 60. Yeah, that kind of puts him out of the question. So he really tried to, like, 
hide that his dad was that old when it happened. And so, like, people, like, applauded him because there was another book, you know? But um, people who, like, actually had been looking into this case and detectives and people that were actually working to figure this out were livid because all of the attention went to that and not the possibility of who it could actually be. Um, But there's not really much more on that one other than the fact that, like, people saw the claims and were like, that's bullshit, (laughs) and kind of left it at that. Um, There is one, and I'm forgetting the name, and I feel really bad forgetting the name. Um, It might have been Paul Stein, but no, Paul Stein was a victim. I'll go back to it later. Um, There was also, there was a woman, Sandy Betts, who had claimed that she'd been stalked by the Zodiac Killer, and that he was harassing her for decades. And she claimed that he had left his hooded costume in the back of her car. What was he doing in the back of her car? She couldn't produce the costume when they were asked for it, obviously. Um, and that's yeah. happened oh, with... So did she say what he was doing in her car? No, just stalking her, apparently. So there's a lot of evidence of, like, people saying, this is who did it, this is who did it. Um, and then there's no, once they ask for the evidence, they don't have it. They lost it. So now we're going to go into a little more believable cases. Okay. Or, well, suspects. So we're going to start with um, Charles Clifton Collins <laughs> um, thought his dad, hmm, there's another daddy to that, who thought, um, was a Zodiac killer. Um, yeah, lots of people must have issues with their dads. Most of them are adopted, and they're accusing their birth fathers. <laughs> oh, not the adopted dad. Oh, not the adopted Yeah. So, you know, it's like, we have all of these people adding to, like, the list now. Like, my dad did it. No, my dad did it. Everybody's dad did it. He actually claimed that um, he had the costume. And um, it was, he discovered it among some of the possessions of the Manson family, which, you know, the Manson family murders, whatever. Um, another, another day. And then they were destroyed to hide the connection between the Manson family and the Zodiac Killer. Um, and, like, the Manson's involvement in the Zodiac crimes. And he says that, like, he was paid off to, like, not tell anyone, blah, blah, blah. And then he discovered the hood in an old piece of equipment um, within his father's possessions. But then when they, like, asked for it, once again... Didn't have it? Yep. So, I mean, I think that's really it in the, like, kind of completely BS ones. I do think it's interesting that it's all stepfathers. Um, I think it's interesting that two of them published a book about it. And to me, the books feel the most far away from incriminating. Because, like, that just feels like an attention grab. Yeah. Like, pay attention to me. Pay attention to me. That's true. But also, I guess if you were really so sure on it, you would dedicate the time to writing a book. But also, yeah. Why would they be so sure if there's no hard evidence? Oh, yeah. I um, I don't know. I guess Attention and money. Well, yeah. Attention and money. Or if... They literally were told by their dad. What do you mean? Like, if they, if somebody told you I'm the Zodiac killer, then that would be evidence that isn't provable. Just, like, word of mouth. Wouldn't he be smart enough to not? He'd be smart enough to evade the cops for so many years and have these unsolvable ciphers, then I think he'd be smarter than to just... Tell somebody? Yeah, like, tell a child, like, hey, I'm the Zodiac killer. True. Yep. So there was another one, and I forgot his name, but um, they were saying basically he was arrested. He confessed while he was in jail to being the Zodiac Killer, and apparently the DNA actually matched. So why do they think it was other people? Because a DNA match nowadays isn't enough, because 
DNA doesn't necessarily link you to the crime itself. It can link you, like it matched the stamp, but if he was a postal worker at some point and touched it, his oh DNA is going to be on it. No. So, you know. Did he match the description? Vaguely. Hmm. Not like a perfect match, but like he kind of did. Because I know that there are people who like sometimes admit to being guilty when they're not. Mm-hmm. But I don't know in this situation why he would do that. Right. So we've got that where we're like, um, why would you admit to it? Um, he was in prison already. So, I mean, if you're already there, do you just what say is, it? What is that law that's saying that you can't um, like incriminate yourself? Does it have to do with the Miranda rights? Oh. Oh, never mind. I'm like 10. Um, no, you're not. No, I'm not. Um, There's, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, the Miranda rights are like, you have the right to remain silent. Right. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm pretty sure that's basically saying that can't be guilty just from saying that you're guilty because of pressure. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to be coerced into a confession. Yeah, you can't be coerced into a confession. But if he decided to confess on his own, like he confessed to his cellmate is what the alleged. Oh, but oh, oh, I read, I read about this though. A lot of the times there's kind of shady going ons between people and cellmates because they pay the cellmate to tell, to tell the truth basically. And so the cellmate can get out of jail by telling on the other person in the cell. So they're very, very often likely to lie. It's corrupt. It's corrupt. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't really trust the cellmate because they'll want to get out of jail. They'll want to be paid off. Like, But what kills me about this one is the DNA match. Like, do you think since there is solid DNA, wouldn't they go further into, like, trying to see if it's a match? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you would think that they would investigate that further to try to prove a connection. The person's life, like, how did, long did they've they been in the area. Did they not do that after finding the DNA match? Well, here's the thing. The case was never closed. However, the case was recently, like, resurfaced. So, like, it has gotten more attention lately because they have a, they do have a DNA match. And it's doing, they're doing genealogy reports on it. So the guy is still in jail? This um, last guy? Well, here's the thing. They haven't released who it matched with because they can't mm-hmm. until they have that person in jail. If that person's not already in jail and they want to be 100% certain because this is a huge case. So he's not in jail. Well, he might be in jail because he was in jail already for something else. But oh. it's not necessarily a match with him. And so, but the DNA to me is very incriminating. But here's what I get stuck on with this guy. The picture that was going around the internet of him is actually a stock photo. <laughs> what? It's a stock photo. Of the Zodiac Killer or of this guy there? The guy is a, is a stock photo. Oh. So this one in particular, even the DNA evidence, could be completely made up off of the fact that there has been evidence found and they're testing that. Hmm. But enough people believed it that it made big time news. But it could be true. But then why a stock photo? Yeah, true. I feel bad for the person who was the actor in the stock photo. Everybody will see them and think that they're a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they're sad. And, like, I get excited anytime there's, like, a true crime case. And they're like, we have evidence. And I'm like, who is it? Because, like, I want to know that shit. But, yeah. So that one's a little weird, too. Then, who knows stuff about the Unabomber? I've heard of the Unabomber. Most of it was the 80s and 90s. Oh, okay. And yeah, he yeah. killed several people. Um, he wounded many. Um, he mailed a letter to New York, um, to the New York Times, where he said he was going like, to continue it unless they publish his uh, manifesto. Like, well, what did his manifesto say? Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Awesome bro take. Yeah, man. I hope you noticed I got it from Phoenix Fit. Like the bird? 
No, it's spelled F-N-X fit. Fuel for greatness. Oh yeah, man, you are pretty great. You know, I've totally heard of them. I get my protein powder from them. Dude, bro, you use protein powder? That's why you look so good. Man, thanks, bro. Dude, I'm looking at the website right now. They donate a gallon of clean water to parts of the world that don't have it every time you make a purchase. Well, bro, that's so beautiful. Just like our bromance, dude. I love you, bro. No, I love you, bro. Use the code CRASHER with a capital C for 15% off every purchase at fnxfit.com. But David Kaczynski um, read the Unabomber stuff and suspected that it was his brother who wrote the manifesto. And, like, his brother was kind of mentally unstable. Um, Authorities investigated the possibility that it could be him um, and immediately went for the DNA evidence because Kaczynski was obviously in prison after he was caught for the Unabombing. Um, If y'all want to see him, he's kind of creepy. This is the Unabomber. Oh, he is kind of creepy looking. I feel like it's very hard not to look creepy looking in the jail outfits, though. That's true, but I mean... Yeah, but also if he got a nice haircut, if the people on Queer Eye took him in, I think he could look pretty good. <laughs> Jonathan Van Ness needs yeah, to get his hands on him, Jonathan is that what you're saying? Jonathan needs to get his hands on him, but not like he would. He's not. If he's like a murderer, I don't think he's worth their time. Because they only help Yeah, nice give the people. murderer a makeover. Yeah, okay. if we don't get makeovers, murderers don't get makeovers. That's what I say. So Makeover's yeah, mine. So I've covered them. Um, so yeah, his is hard because like he kind of matches. Uh, he like, it's the right time period, but the fingerprints again didn't match. Also New York, LA. Not LA, California. Sorry, You're far fine. away. You're fine. They are. It's all the opposite sides of the fucking world. Yeah. Like, well, of well, the, of the U- US. I'm sorry. I know. I say stupid things all no, the time. No, it's okay. It's <laughs> okay. You're good. Yes. Now, I think this is my favorite one. Arthur Lee Allen. His connection to the Zodiac Killer actually started in 1966 when um, Sherry Jo Bates was stabbed to death at her college in um, Riverside, which isn't super far from... Um, Valley Hope. It's like an hour and a half-ish. Um, and that was, you know, two years before it happened. The, zo- the like, official Zodiac Killers. However, it has been officially linked that that was part of it. However, there were two typed confession letters that were mailed to the police as the Bates letter um, for that murder. And um, the typewriter was a royal model with um, Elite, which is the typewriter Alan owned. So we're immediately linked right there is that he had the typewriter. And Alan is... Um, Arthur Lee Allen is one of the suspects. He was employed um, as a teacher in the same town that the Sherry Joe Bates murder happened in at the time. By the time his employment ended, um, he had only used one of his sick days. Um, and the day he was absent was November 1st, 1966, um, which would have been the day that after the murder. Hmm. Oh. But didn't he murder many people? Well, he, this was, by the time the, like, full Zodiac murders happened, he wasn't employed here. Oh, I see. So, it was his first one. This is the first one tied to the Zodiac okay. killer, yes. Okay. But the one day he, um, Alan, suspect Alan, has ever taken off was the day after her murder. Hmm. Interesting. That could also just be a coincidence, though. Could be, but then you have to look at the typewriter 
Um, mm-hmm. Did he miss because he had a wound that he needed to hide? Um, like the FBI profiles now on serial killers usually say that like when they're active, mm-hmm. there's um, periods where um, they're not at work, they're drinking or smoking more than usual, they're like erratic behavior that happens. And so like it makes sense that if he killed someone, mm-hmm. he's not going to be at work the next day. Because mm-hmm. I mean- right. Even in the letters he wrote, they, he knew he wasn't doing good things. Like, yeah. he wasn't like, I'm killing people, I'm great. Um, He was actually killing people because he believed that upon their death, and then when he died, they would be his slaves. So he was killing more and more of them to have as slaves. I mean, that sounds like he thought what he was doing was a good thing. Like, obviously, but we like, can tell that he admitted know. that it wasn't, but, oh. like, that he, this is what would happen when he did, but, like. So, like, he thinks that he had to do it? Yeah. So, like, that's weird, right? Very. Yeah. But now we're gonna look, I'm gonna jump many years to 1991 okay. where there was a search warrant on Alan's house and they seized the typewriter. Okay. Ten years after that the DNA match comes. The DNA evidence that they have DNA now. From the typewriter? Um, Just in general that there's testing like with genealogy now. Okay. So to me that's kind of incriminating. So we're gonna keep going. In late 1967 three letters um, with that had Bates in referral were mailed to the police. A lot of them were determined to be the work of um, the, the Zodiac. They both had double the necessary postage which was something the Zodiac did on all of his letters. I wonder um, why. Two of the three letters were signed with an unusual symbol um, which kind of looks like a sloppy Z but it also kind of looks like the number 32 which at the time of the yes that would be it becca at the time of bates's here it is austin um at the time of the um bates's murder alan was 32 is that do you think looking for oh and his cipher contains 32 symbols is that just looking too hard for something or is it a possibility that it was that methodically planned out that seems like too much to be a coincidence and um, also, his permanent residence was 32 Fresno Street. So we've got a lot of 32s there. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. really, so really... is it just a coincidence? Is it looking too deep, or...? I don't think so, because obviously the Zodiac oh. Killer looked very deeply into these things. Like, he didn't do these things lightly. He right. had, they were very methodically planned out. This reminds me of Da Vinci Code. Yeah, kind of. So... Um, actually, Zodiac was only, um, the, like, the only reference to the word Zodiac was in Bates's murder. After that, he didn't really use it. How did um, he use the word? Signed the Zodiac. Um, How did they know that all of them were the Zodiac? Because he did all the ciphers. And I, like- yeah, and I mean, I think a couple of them were signed the Zodiac, but that was the only one where he said, like, I'm the Zodiac, you know? Hmm. I wonder um, what that means. I am the Zodiac. What could that so mean? we've got that, and we've got the job. He ended up actually being fired from that job for molesting a student. Um, he was an elementary school teacher, so that's pretty bad. Oh, that's um, gross. And then after getting fired, he moved back to Valley Ho, which was when the murders started. Yay! Um, and, like, Profiles also show that serial killers are more active when they're like familiar, really familiar with um, an area. And he actually lived seven minutes away from two of the crime scenes. Um, he had an explosive temper and was known to um, drink alcohol and get really violent. And he always had weapons in his car. 
Um, so the search warrant, we're jumping back now to 1991 again. Okay. The search warrant. Allen had the same type of ammunition that was found on the scenes of the crimes. Mm -hmm. So like all in all, this is making him not look too good, right? Yeah, I was right. gonna say you've sold me on this one, but I know that there's always more and you have to look at more. So I'm just opening my mind here. Okay, so <laughs> from there we have, um, there was, he, so most of his murders were shootings. But then there was one that was a stabbing. And um, I don't want to go too much into detail with it because this is going longer than I wanted it to. Mm -hmm. um, and like y'all can look on ZodiacKiller.com if y'all mm -hmm. want more information on it. Um, but the stabbing, the night of that, he was claimed to have come back covered in mud and blood and carrying a knife. And like that came from many different sources. There were multiple sightings of him covered in crap and carrying a bloody knife. And this is um, a different person than the person who was, they thought, that put in jail because of DNA, or is that the same person? Well, the guy that was in jail because of DNA, it wasn't, like, they didn't arrest him on a DNA charge. Oh. He was already arrested. Okay. Because um, this guy seems a lot more incriminating, this is a lot more incriminating than that guy. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, so, he claimed, though, that that blood was actually um, from slaughtering chickens, that, like, his dad owned a farm and he was killing the chickens and like did his dad own a farm yes but the knife was seven inches long you wouldn't use that on a chicken no. why would he be covered in blood if you know how to kill a chicken you're not going to be covered in blood if you're like why is he covered in mud they were found by, found by a lake so why was he covered in mud and dirt and blood if it was a chicken mm -hmm. that doesn't add up mm -hmm. like so that's what i'm gonna leave y'all with on that one where do y'all stand on that I mean, it sounds pretty incriminating. Yeah, I was going to say he's the one that sounds most likely to have done it. Okay. I just feel bad for the other guy whose DNA is on it because if that, what if he didn't do anything wrong? So, also, when they went to his trailer with the search, they found in the trailer bloody sex toys, um, like tons of weapons, the right typewriter, the right bullets. Um, oh yeah. And like the sex toys are also a little incriminating to me knowing he was arrested or not arrested, but fired for raping a child. Like mm -hmm. just all in all, like we know he has a crime uh, background of doing not good things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like not good is not the word I want, but like immoral things. I guess it depends what type the they were because I mean like I feel like it's pretty normal for certain people to have sex toys but I mean if they were like really weird then maybe not. But why were they blood? Why was there blood on them? Yeah. Why was there dried blood on them? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. It's a little far. Um so then we're gonna jump to my last like big suspect and then I'm gonna play the recording for you. This one is weird because like a witness said that Larry Kane was at the lake and then another witness claimed that they had seen um, the victim swimming, but um, the two victims actually had not been swimming that day. The witness also claimed that he told police um, that the, they saw the man at the lake, but like no reports ever said that he was there. Like they never said, no one else saw the man at the lake except for this one uh, witness. Mm -hmm. okay. um, and to this day, um, it's not confirmed or supported by anything. Um, so Kathleen Johns is this person. 
She um, claimed that she'd been abducted by a man who resembled the police sketch of the Zodiac Killer. Um, but after that, um, after her incident of the um, lake thing, they didn't find anything she said very believable. Um, Did she say the description before or after she saw the, the sketch, too? Before. Okay, because um, I was going to say, if somebody shows you a sketch and she's that look like this, you're more likely to say yes. Yeah, she said it before, but um, this was kind of shortly after the witness at the lake thing. Mm -hmm. And so they were kind of like, you've already said some, like, stuff that doesn't prove to be true, so you're still doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, But they did cite it as evidence and um, took her to a lineup, and she did point to Larry Kane in this lineup and say, no, that was him. So, like, that's a little, that's a little weird. Um, And there's also the possibility that um, Johns was abducted by the Zodiac Killer and then later just identified him as Larry because he looks similar to the sketch. Mm -hmm. Now also the sketch though was described as a white man around 5'7 with dark hair and glasses. Okay. That sounds like a lot of men. Yeah, sounds that's like you but taller right like that's pretty general i mean i have pink hair hang on okay well um, you normally have brown hair red mm, reddish brown all right whatever but like this is brown that's pink. A, okay leave me alone um brown. it's a pretty like fuck off <laughs> um, it is a pretty straightforward description where like that could fit a lot you could people. blame you could look at any man who's five seven and has dark hair and big glasses and be like he did it like if you did that you'd have to arrest half the men in the u.s if not more like i'm sorry but like that's that's a little weird um but like a lot of skeptics ask if she like wonder if she's like just been mistaken over the years with who it actually was um or if the actual zodiac killer did it and then um kane had been identified on accident like i had said already However, Brian Hartnell, who was a police officer at the time, um, did listen to an audio recording of Kane talking and compared it with the Zodiac Killers, and the speech pattern was almost identical. And um, a survivor of the Zodiac murders, he was, like, attempted to murder him, and he survived, listened to it and said that's not him. But two of the cops said it was. And that kind of screams cover up to me, but that's another story. That's true. But also, the victim was going off of their memory, and they were going off of a recording. Yeah. The memory, people's memories tend to be not right a lot of the times. So. Yeah, human memory is flawed. Yeah, like a lot of the times your brain makes things up. Mm-hmm. All the time. Now, um, they also talked to the same survivor and a theorist, and um, he said that like the photo of Kane showed that he had like the same hairline and like the same glasses, but that like most people who saw him only really saw him for like 10 seconds as he was leaving or whatever. And so like to talk to witnesses, they might not, like everyone could have seen a different thing. And so it's like really hard to like actually attribute him to it. But then um, there's a couple other ones that like link to, I'm really blowing through this. I'm sorry, but like there's a couple other ones linked to him where people are like, yeah, he kidnapped me. Yeah, he did this. Um, but there's no like hard evidence. I feel like the way there is with Alan, like with him, they're like, oh, the speech pattern's the same and he has glasses. But like, is that enough evidence to actually go forward with it? Same glasses and speech pattern? Oh. And same height. Like he fits the description. Because I think Larry Kane and Alan are the most likely in my head, at least. The two of them are the most like incriminating. But I don't know if that's like just me or what do y'all think? I mean, I think that a lot of people might have the same glass, you know? You think? You're stuck on the glasses? Yeah. Glasses don't prove it, you're right. But it does, I mean, the only thing we have now that could 
prove it is the DNA that we're waiting on. Yeah, but also the guy who, like, lived seven minutes away from them and, like, had 32s and all of his stuff. Like, that seems like the most... Yeah, that seems the most... That, that person, who, what was his name? Arthur Lee Allen. Yeah, Arthur Lee Allen, definitely, like, that screams, like, suspicion, you mm-hmm. know? So I can't find the recording right now. Um, okay. So I'm gonna just right. read the letter to you, Austin. Ready? Are you asleep? I bore you. I'll listen. All right, this is the Zodiac speaking. In answer to your asking for more details about the very good times I had in Valley Ho, I shall be happy to supply even more material. Creepy. By the way, are the police having a good time with the code? If not, tell them to cheer up. When they do crack it, they'll have me. On the 4th of July, I did not open the car door. The window was already rolled down. The boy was originally sitting in the front seat when I began firing. When I fired the first shot at his head, he leaped backwards at the same time, thus spoiling my aim. He ended up on the back seat, then the floor in the back, thrashing out very violently with his legs. That's how I shot him in the knee. I did not leave the scene of the killing with wheeling tires and racing engines, as described in the paper. I drove away quite slowly, so as not to draw attention to my car. The man who told police that my car was brown with a uh, about 40 to 45, uh, with a negro, blah, blah, blah. The man who told police that my car was brown was a negro about 40 to 45, rather shabbily dressed. Um, I was in the phone booth having some fun with the Valley Hook cops when he was walking by. When I hung the phone up, the damn thing began to ring and that drew his attention to me in my car. Last Christmas, in the episode, the police were wondering how I could shoot and hit my victims in the dark. They did not openly state this, but implied this by saying it was a well at night and I could see the silhouettes on the horizon. Bullshit. That area is surrounded by high hills and trees. What I did was tape a small pencil flashlight to the barrel of my gun. If you notice in the center of the beam of light, if you aim it at a wall or a ceiling, you will see a black or dark spot in the center of the circle, about three to six inches across. When taped to a gun barrel, the bullet will strike in the center of the black dot in the light. All I had to do was spray them as if it was a water hose. There was no need to use the gun sight. I was not happy to see that I did not get front page coverage. Wow. So like, here's the thing. Those letters included perfectly accurate information about where they were shot, what his car looked like, who described the car, who mm-hmm. called in. So he was there and watching what other people were doing. And yeah? smart. Mm-hmm. Very smart. He's so smart. Like very how, smart. Even even the flashlight thing. Mm-hmm. And to like to be into ciphers and everything. Like I mean, I think he definitely he's definitely a genius. Yeah, like not and in the right way. But like, I don't like saying that. But no, definitely a smart dude. But fucked up. So this is what the ciphers looked like, Austin. And so like this one says, um, this is a zodiac speaking. By the way, have you cracked the last cipher I sent you? My name is, and then it's in that whatever his actual name is is supposedly in this. And um, where people will say Kane is there is the K. If you move that as A, you can kind of get to Larry Kane from it. What are those? Those are his, those are the cipher, the cipher he created. It has not been solved to this day. He's also sending them perfectly formulated bombs, how he would build them. Like, I mean, this guy is pretty fucked up, pretty fucked up. And like, I mean, you'll look at this and you're like, what the fuck is that? Um, Mm -hmm. Here's when placing the alphabet with it. So I don't, I mean, it doesn't really make sense to me. I know you do coding and shit but i don't know if any of that's similar um i'll send it to you tonight also so you can look at it but i mean that's basically the zodiac killer um we're gonna end it um i think it's alan uh-huh. Is that who I said I thought it was? Mm-hmm. With the, the knife? Yeah, the 32s and the knife. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think it's him. So, I mean, I look forward to being able to update this, hopefully, as the genealogy reports hopefully come out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really it with the Zodiac Killer. Um, we're recording this weekend a really interesting thing about Disney um, that will be released um, if it goes well. Um, 
And that's really it. Stay tuned. I'll update y'all on changes as they come. And thank you for listening. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.